I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The South Texas Manufacturers Association met at Rancho Viejo on May the 25th. This is one of the highlights of that meeting. The executive director of the South Texas Manufacturers Association, Mike Willis, analyzed how industries in the Rio Grande Valley worked through the pandemic. I thought I'd chat just for a few minutes about, you know, a lot of people have been asking, you know, so how did the industry get through the pandemic and, and all of that? And it's, it's a long, long story, but I'll give you, I'm not an expert, but I'll give you a little high-level stuff from my perspective of the last two years. So like in, I know in 2020 when this, when all this first started, um, what I was seeing was that some sectors were booming and others were really crippled, right? So uh, companies like Woodcrafters, which is now master brand, they make bathroom vanities and cabinets for Home Depot and Lowe's. Guess what? They were hiring and working seven days a week because everyone was home fixing up their houses and buying stuff at Home Depot and, and Lowe's, right? So they, they boomed all the way through the... Uh, through the uh, pandemic pretty much. Now, I'm sure they're having supply chain problems like everybody else and it's not quite as easy to get all those cabinets made. They've shifted most of their production to Mexico now. They finished, they started that process years ago. They've got some huge distribution centers in West Dakota and the McAllen area. Um, we had a few casualties. I know Portage Plastics closed. Uh, they lost their primary customer in Brownsville. I don't think that was necessarily pandemic related. Uh, the aerospace industry was probably hit the hardest when the pandemic hit. When people quit flying, aircraft engines don't need to be overhauled or built. So uh, there, there are two uh, uh, jet engine refurbishing, blade refurbishing plants in uh, McAllen were really crippled. They ended up closing their second plant and consolidating everything in their first plant. They're, they're starting to build back up again. I think they're back up to a couple hundred people in, in, uh, in McAllen now. They're back up to 360. They had at one time about five to 600 between the two, two sites, so they're, they're coming back. I don't recall a lot of plant closures. The automotive industry, which is a big part of our industry on both sides of the river, was it was a kind of a mess because early on, if y'all remember, we had we were trying to help y'all get everyone get designated as critical infrastructure. Remember those days so you could keep operating during the pandemic. So the U.S. recognized the automotive transportation industries as critical infrastructure, but guess what? Mexico didn't. So all the assembly plants in Mexico closed while everyone on the U.S. side was trying to operate. So suppliers in Mexico couldn't send product to the assembly plants here and, and vice versa. So the automotive industry's kind of been like this, I think, the whole time. Um, I talked to a couple of managers the other day. One guy told me that there's over 500 ships right now docked off the coast of China waiting to get to ports so that they can load components for the automotive industry alone uh, in North America. So that's probably going to impact auto and truck production this summer at some point by the time that stuff gets back here or was supposed to get back here uh, and impact things. But it's been kind of a mixed bag. I think the food and beverage processing companies have done reasonably well through the through the pandemic. Now this is all prior to six months ago, right? So, so uh, I think it's been a mixed bag for different companies. And then of course during the infection spikes, everyone struggled with, you know, half their workforce either exposed or out with COVID and trying to work as many people from home as possible. 
that works pretty well on the admin side, but it's kind of hard to manufacture things from home when the machine won't fit in their living room and that sort of thing. Uh, lately, what I'm hearing from everyone, of course, now that business is starting to pick up, demand is, is picking back up as the economies are, are recovering, we've got this mess of a supply chain problem everywhere because uh, different countries are in the midst of lockdowns while other countries are going. A lot of companies' customers are double ordering everything, just like us hoarding toilet paper at HEB. As soon as you hear there's a shortage, you try to get as much as you can, right? So a lot of these companies now are starting to see, oh, wait a minute, our, all this stuff we've been trying to hire people to manufacture and all that, we don't really have as much demand as we thought for that. And then there's, there's component companies that can't get their parts because that plant's closed or they can't hire people. So it's just a mess. It's going to take a year or more to, to get it all sorted out. And part of it is caused by us having so much money flooding, you know, consumer uh, savings is at an all-time high. Trillions of dollars of household savings, and we've been sitting around ordering stuff. So, you know, the, the cure for, uh, for uh, too much of that is to order less stuff, and I guess that's what the Fed's trying to do by raising interest rates and tamping everything down. So it's going to be a, it's going to continue to be a topsy-turvy thing. And a lot of the companies that we're hiring in the tech industry now are, lay, are laying people off because they're finding out they don't have as much business as they thought. So it's, it's, a, it's a really uh, challenging environment. I think it's going to stay that way for some time. But hey, we've gotten this far. I think we'll, we'll pull through it. That was the executive director of the South Texas Manufacturers Association, Mike Willis, during a Texas Manufacturers Association meeting held on May 25th at Rancho Viejo. I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. <laughs>